Hello and welcome to episode 117 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, the Mike Love at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of El Vanilo, Adam and Grace. Mike Love, what a dirtbag. Your Harder. commitment, Matt, throughout this process of finding something to say about <laughs> yeah. us every time. I really respect it. But if you're a music fan, Grace, mm. <laughs> which I'm instantly calling you out <laughs> as I not. If I was, ever. <laughs> no, if, if you're a classic music mm. fan, you know that Mike Love is a dirtbag. Horrible. Um, he's a horrible guy. Oh, well, I have least, less respect for you now, but... And actually, it, me and Adam only know about that because of the Beatles. And so yeah. the story goes, Chris. No, well, at the Rock and Roll Home Fit, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which half me to say, the Beatles were being inducted, and so we were the Beach Boys, and um, Paul McCartney decided last minute not to turn up, drums, because they were in legal battles. Oh, yeah, last minute. Anyway, George had to give the speech. George is not a speaker. Yeah, and not so John? he's, he's dead. dead, isn't he? Oh, it's, it's, it's like mid 80s you know late 80s anyway then mike love gets up after and he's like oh just because paul's too chicken shit to get up here ah. i could still do what he does <laughs> try filling stadiums like i do you know what i mean he's like peace and love but we are better than all peace he's he's horrible <laughs> and mike love didn't do a damn thing <laughs> all brian wilson well, I mean, he did sing most of the songs but which brian did. wrote <laughs> yeah oh. yeah you know you know what i mean it's like us Look. in this podcast, we don't do a damn thing. We <laughs> <just> do. <laughs> we, but here we are. Actually, maybe it is relevant. We are the Mike Love. It almost seems like. <laughs> that is <laughs> Yeah. But he, he's, have you seen that video recently? He's horrible, Mike Love. Yeah. And he's a Trump supporter now as well. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and just to finish it off, he convinced the Beach Boys, the rest of them who are still alive, like they, they were like, oh no, I don't want to do this anyway. Like, I'm doing it. And I'll take the name, and I'll take you to the grave wow. if you don't. I so it's like, oh, they've got the dead hole. I mean, Brian Wilson's still doing stuff. Yeah, it's madness. Mm, they've, but, they've. Well, I mean, two of them, two of the Wilson brothers, brothers or cousins, passed away. Dennis Wilson, the drummer, and Carl Wilson, the singer, one of the other singers and, and guitarist. He he passed away. Mm. Late eighties. I could be wrong, but I think two of brothers, one's a cousin. I think Carl's the cousin. And then... Beach family. Yeah. Yeah. But Mike Love is related to them as well, so... Yeah, they are all. And then there's Al Jardine, who's just like... <laughs> he's just Al Jardine. He's a weird-looking yeah. fellow as well. But really, really good guitarist. He's, he's a really... weird-looking fellow. He is? Do you not think? Um, anyway. <laughs> I think they're all weird-looking fellas, to be honest. <laughs> oh, Dennis Wilson was handsome. And they, he was, yeah. Before the, before the drugs and the alcohol. And the Charles Manson. Yeah, man. And the Charles Manson. Yeah. Did he get swept in, did he? He was friends with Charles Manson. <sighs> Not didn't get caught into the cult, but he oh. he recorded a song with Charles Manson. Yeah, maybe an album. Yeah, maybe an album. Yeah, madness. Like, was friends with him, and then obviously like the Manson murders happened, and he was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all California, isn't it? Because like California in the sixties is just the maddest place. Because yeah, yeah. if you had all these like conspiracy theories about the FBI, were like. Uh, feeding these people drugs that basically meant that they went a bit psychopathic and so like but they're all in this um, Manson cult and so when all the meds happen they kind of go oh no not us but yeah. like there's all this 60s hippie 
experimental working on people <laughs> all this mad stuff. at the same time the beach boys are just amazing the grateful dead are around it's a mad, mad time. mystical magical time you know <laughs> amongst the murders amongst the murders <laughs> and the homicides yeah anyway <laughs> Uh, oh, you guys, you all right? Okay, pretty good. <laughs> Tangent, there, getting yeah. emotional, guys. We're nearly at the end. Nearly at the end. So the Can light know. at the end of the tunnel is in sight. How sad. That's very sad. By emotions, do you mean pure delight? No, no. No, what am I going <clears> to <throat> do with my life now? <laughs> we will have plenty to do with our lives, surely. Go back to my niche music listening. Mm. Laura Jones. Mm. Mm. Amen. She's <laughs> waiting for me. Be able to listen to it without judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it, and... Mm. If this student that I talked to yesterday ever hears this, I'm really sorry. But I was having a conversation. They were like coming in to do some vocals for us and doing some recording. And um, I was just saying, oh, hey, like what kind of music do you listen to? And they were like, oh, I really like just really poppy stuff. I get cheering. I was like, oh. And like, yeah, I just like pop really. Um, I said, well, if you had to pick an artist, like who would you pick? And she went, probably Nora Jones. Who she thinks like, is pop? Well, no, she's like, oh, I do like a bit of jazz okay. stuff. Actually, probably Nora Jones. Wow. And I just was like, oh, Amazing. great. So, <laughs> so we like, won't oh. be friends after this. I was like, oh, great. People actually <laughs> like that. I thought it was just great. You know what I mean? People love Nora Jones. I know, but Nora it's boring, Anna. Bore nah. Jones. Oh, with me. I thought you had to be a dad in the 50s, <laughs> 60s no. to be into And you. And me. <laughs> That was Me and my dad. Just, yeah, I don't know. So there you go. Nice. How are you, Adam? Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> big deep breath. In. The yawn is here. Tired. <laughs> always, always tired. I've got the 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 Post Malone tattoos under my eyes. How late were you up last night? Tired. Um, only Ooh. till two. Only two. Only two. Well, even not even two. Like wow. quarter two. Two. Oh, you know? this guy. What time were you up to, Grace? Well, actually, to be honest, I was up till one. But because I fell asleep on the couch. Oh. It's a bad vibe. That. I don't like doing that. And then you wake up and you feel all like gross yeah. and like disorientated and you're like kind of yeah. like stumbling into bed. It, it's both lovely and horrible. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I was 1 a.m. as well. God. Night Guys, we, need, we need to get to bed. <laughs> right, after we stopped recording, let's go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do is we need to stop working so that we mm. find the days of our mm. own. Mm. If only. If only. Well, there we go. Uh, so we're going to talk about Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Mm. Very exciting. Very? Very. Number two. Number two on the list. Did you know, fun fact for yourself, this has like been consistently number two on all the Rolling Stones lists. Like I don't know, forever? I think they've done like three or four iterations of the list. And this has always been it's number two. always been number two. Um, Shows you that the list has always been wrong. It's a bit That's wild. Mm. Wow. A bit wild. Mm. There you go. They refuse to mix it up. Consistently. Mm. It's it's not any, there's nothing consistent about this list, but that <laughs> but fact that, about that this is yeah. someone wishes they were number one, and they have the argument every time, and so they appease him and go, "Well, we can be number two. We'll put number two. Yeah, <laughs> the most Brian Wilson thing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do this, but you can't. Yeah, you can do this instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're in 1966. Yeah, come on, the year before the Summer of Love. Ooh. But um, as I said before, magical what, what time. What summer was this? This was this probably the summer of murder, innit? But <laughs> something like that. I don't know. The summer of cult. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I, I don't really know when the months of murders happened. I don't. I tend not to focus on that stuff. Oh, yeah. really. well, Strange. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, as of what happens, we'll find out, I guess. Well. Yeah. What happened in 1966? 66. Okay, Sam. I actually don't. I, I've got UK facts. I, <laughs> I actually don't know. Oh, thank God. Should I look up what happened in California in 1966? Yeah. But I will tell you what happened in the UK in 66. That's what we're interested. Apple. In. No, nothing oh. to do with Apple this time. Wow. Uh, that's um, another Californian thing. Sorry. Apple. It is. Apple. Um, Lewis Gilbert's Alfie, the film, was released in cinemas starring Michael Caine as the titular philanderer. Good words. That was recently re-released, wasn't it? Russell Brand, who did a version of it in like 2012 or something like that. Oh, so not recent. Not that recent, but, but, but re- yeah, more yeah, recent yeah. than this. No. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> more recent than 1966. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, I, think, I feel like there was... I swear there was something. No, was that Alfie or was that Arthur? No, I think that was Alfie. I always thought... Is Huffy the big, like, imaginary thing? Nah. What's that? I don't That's know. just one name. Harvey. Harvey. What's that? It's like a... It's like a I don't know. Carry on. Oh. This is what it sounds like to stumble around in the dark. Just <laughs> letting you know. Well, anyway. Mm. Alfie's memorable title song was also a 1966 top ten hit for Liverpool's Cella Black. Mm. She stole wow. that song off Dionne Warwick. Wow. <laughs> apparently. There's a lot of beef between Dionne Warwick and Cella Black. They were like friends, <laughs> but Cella Black used to steal, like, Stop not steal, it. but used to like do all their songs first. Emma There's knows. a well-known quote from Dionne Warwick saying, like, if I'd have, I don't think she, it's, it's something like, if I'd have coughed in the middle of a song, Cella would have coughed in that song <laughs> and done it as her own. Like, nice. so, yeah, so. Alfie. Very good song, Alfie. Let's do it. Mm. Alfie. Um, guys, in 1966, the first cross-channel hovercraft was introduced. Hovercraft? Hovercraft. Hoverloid service took passengers from Ramsgate to Calais. In how many minutes, do you think? Cross the channel in a so hovercraft. So minutes, so less than an hour. Yeah. I guess it's got to be close, like 57. 57, how many minutes? Did yeah, it? I'd say close to that. I go um, fifty-six. <laughs> Forty minutes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Less than a half of football. That's that's mad. crazy. How could you even breathe? You'd be like, Vroom. right? That's crazy. Love to do it. There's a hovercraft that goes from West Kirby, isn't it? I think it's. Uh, oh no, there used to be a hovercraft. There used to be a hovercraft that went from West Kirby to Wales. What? But now they they use that as a, as the lifeguard. Yeah. And it hovers. Yeah. Stop it. And it crafts. It's just a, it's a normal mode of transport. Have you never seen a hovercraft? A hovercraft. Yeah, have you never? Have you never? I've seen them like gimmicky things where you can... I don't think they're, they're like that, that gimmicky anymore. They're not that gimmicky. Well, they, in the 60s, they were like potentially going to change the world, but then... And it's just like air. Big, big inflatable thing. Creates a, like air. Yeah. yeah. Got fans on that. That's the mad. Yeah. I, they were massive. I mean, it was a ferry service. Okay. What? Yeah. Wow. Mm. I don't think it's very efficient, which is why they don't do it, but it's very quick. And the benefit of it as well is that you go, you can like go right up to the beach because it goes on land and water. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't get stuck. But surely then, but surely it's more efficient because you're not using any, you're not using fuel. Yeah, because it's got using big just giant wind. motors yeah. on the back. So you got to power like... the jet. Because it's still got to push. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because how's it going? How's it going? Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm. 
So I don't think it's very clean. Mm. But, you know, it's good anyway. Um, Grace, this one will be of interest to you because you've been to Africa. Longleat Safari Park opened and it became the first drive through safari park outside of Africa. Wow. How about mm. that? First one ever. And then Where is that through. in the world? Longleat. Down south somewhere. Oh, somewhere have you done safari in, Amer- in Africa, Grace? What was it like? Incredible. I saw white rhinos. Oh. Which are now nearly the same. I think there's one left of the world or something. Stop Bloody it. Hell. And I saw a mum and a baby. Oh. Wow. Oh, up close so what you're telling is the mum's dead. Wild. And maybe the baby as well. Which is <laughs> <very> <laughs> very sad. That's cool though. That's a white cool. rhino. Yeah. Papa what else is it? I honestly can't remember. Honestly, <laughs> honestly to be honest. That's, That's good, but... Um, <laughs> Oh, I did go on horseback safari, actually. Oh, sorry. So zebras, buffalo, um, giraffe, like literally wow. up in my face. Oh. Which isn't uncommon because you can go to the zoo and you can have a giraffe right yeah, there, to be can. honest. I mean, you know, this one was wild. Um, have you, have you yeah. seen Nascar's meeting with the kids? Um, feeds the giraffe and he won't let go of it and it takes and him in the air. <laughs> and her dad's like, let go, just let go. <laughs> and he's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> his parents are holding them by his legs. <laughs> that's funny. Um, wow, that's yeah. interesting, Grace. That's good, you know. Mm. Watch the lion kill the wildebeest. <laughs> oh, that's Stop it. right in front of me. Wow. You just said I don't remember and then named the most wild I know, like, yeah, so it's all kind of flooding back to me. Like, <laughs> the big six. Because some people don't let me talk about it. So well. my memories are somewhat squashed. Um, you can talk about it as back. much as you want, but mm. it just... That was a know. fun period of time, mm. though. Mm. Just every time you open your mouth, mm. you've been to Africa. Have you? But the sound of a wildebeest being murdered is not nice. I imagine, yeah. Someone write that down. That's something I've never heard in my life, <laughs> that sentence. Sound of a lion murdering a wildebeest. Mm. But hey, circle of life, you know. That's a good mm. song lyric, you know. Is it? It is, yeah. Imagine like we're just you're not just you're just not talking about the safari and you suddenly just say the sound of a wildebeest being murdered. Mm. It's not a nice sound. It's poetic, isn't it? No. <laughs> it's symbolic of someone crushing your heart. <laughs> Remind me to not listen to any music you guys put out. Fair enough. Remind That's me to fair. not put out any music. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everyone else in. Fair. <laughs> um, no. um, moving swiftly on. Mm. Um, Barclays, the bank, launched the Barclays cards, the first all purpose credit card to be issued by a British bank. Mm. The first. First. The pioneers. Pioneers. I don't, I don't know whether it was first in the world. Oh. First in the UK, then, mm. which is the world, you know, obviously. So, internationalism, there, you know. Mm. Mm. Um, and the BBC announces its plans to begin broadcasting in colour. Stop it! Uh, I know this late yeah. on, sixty-six. Do you see what I mean? This is what the world's like. It's not even in colour. Exactly. Mm. Uh, the transition <sighs> was overseen by none other than Sir David Attenborough. Stop it! Who was the controller of BBC Two? Was he? Of course, yeah. he was. Wow. Been a big fish for Before a long time. Before he went out and about in the world. I, I think it was, I think he'd gone out and about and they were like, we're like your documentaries, David. Do you want to control the BBC too? And he was like, yes, oh. I would. Oh. Actually, I would rather see a wildebeest killed. <laughs> <laughs> then you must survive. <laughs> the sound of a wildebeest being killed. <laughs> it's not a sound you want to It's not as good as colour TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to show them that in colour. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, so that was some of the things happened. Sixty. My dad remembers like the first TVs. He was in, his house was the first 
house to get a telly on the street. Nice. Everyone came around to watch a coronation. I was going to ask. They got it for the coronation. Of course, that's what everyone did. I love that. Mm. So good. So the coronation was in 66? No. The coronation was like 60. No, He's an old guy. 58? Mm. 61? Stop it. Is it? No, it must have been earlier than than that. Is this black and white? Because that's the first colour TV, so it was black and white for a while. Yeah. Sorry, they watched the TV in black and white? At first, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I misunderstood. I thought you said they got a TV to watch it in colour. But the, oh, no, they got watch, a TV full stop. Just to watch the coronation. Wow, fantastic. 1953. Wow. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, it's your dad. He is, I mean, all right, call him out. He's 74. Got a problem? Is it? Yeah. So he's only four? Oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. That's a quick Everyone master. came around. The whole street. How cute. That's that very that. cute. That's amazing. So he knows the Beatles and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't think much of them. But... <laughs> <laughs> so this is where doesn't it started. doesn't personally either, but you know. That's fair enough. Mm. Uh, the other thing that happened in 66, England won the World Cup. That is true. It wow. came home. Come on. It stayed home because it was already... It stayed home. In the UK. Yeah. Back to back? Well, no, it, we hosted it, so it, uh, it never left. Uh, Not back to back. It just liked, it, liked what it was having. Yeah, you know. Mm. You, have you heard the story of the trophy being lost? Lost or stolen? Well, stolen. Mm. The trophy was lost or stolen. Um, and then it was found in a hedge by a border collie. Yeah. A man walking his dog, and the dog found it. Stop it. <laughs> so someone, like, panicked and threw it. They must have stole it and gone, oh, what have I done? Yeah. Stop it. Because you can't sell it, really, can you? you know? I'd then pre- pretend I found it. Do you know what I mean? For the reward. Yeah. Mm. Maybe big... that guy actually stole it and then was like, crap, I'll just say I found it in a bush. Mm. Good. Good thoughts. Mm. Good thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I would read out some of the American uh, history facts from 1966, but they're really depressing. Yeah, I um, think it was a fun year. It was terrible. Oh. Absolutely terrible. Mm. The Vietnam War um, is at a tight peak, basically. Mm. Um, taxes are high. Ronald Reagan is governor. Oh. So that's what happens in California. Um just terrible things, basically. So, mm. uh, but did you get an update on the cult? No update on cults. I forgot. That's what I was actually looking for. <laughs> but the Beatles were around, so that's you know. So that's something that makes life better. Yeah, they're at their peak, so that's pretty good. And that's mm. not in America. Charles Manson. Oh, this is just. I feel like he only so tedious. He only went on trial thing. in seventy one. In 1971, Manson was convicted of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder for the death of seven people, including actress Sharon Tate. We all know. Okay. <laughs> Sharon Tate. <laughs> Grace was not the person going, ah, Sharon Tate. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> okay, cool. So, should we talk about pet sounds? Yeah. Mm. So, uh, actually, what we normally do is we talk about albums from this year, don't we? We do. Mm. We do, and there's oh, some big ones. Is there? I believe so. Guess. So, as in guess. We all know I can't guess. Revolver. I haven't got a list in front of me, but yeah, I imagine we've got Blonde on Blonde mm. by Bob Dylan, of course. We've got Revolver. We have uh, Fresh Cream by Cream. Mm. We've got Jefferson Airplane takes off. Um, yeah, it's actually not that crazy... A year, really? How? Yeah, I mean, I mean, blonde on blonde and revolver are pretty. Mm. Well, if you listen to this podcast, you'd be like, <laughs> "So what?" But they're pretty big albums, 
and Pet Sounds is pretty much at the top of that list mm-hmm. and really kicks off the next year of innovation and music. So that's why 1967 is so big. It's because, uh, well, largely down to this album, I think. But anyway, Pet Sounds is the 11th studio album by American rock bands, the Beach Boys. The 11th, yeah. 11th. Wow. Absolutely going through it. And do you know what? When um, Brian Wilson started work on this, he was only 22. Shut up. 22. They really were young, weren't they? That is young, isn't it? He was 22 in 66. So I think he started work on it two years before. Okay. But yeah, I mean, even if it's he's only 24, Mm, yeah. super young. I'm 10 years older than when Brian Wilson started this. Not now, literally. You know mm. what I mean? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not 98, but you know. Um, it was released on May the 16th. It was initially met with lukewarm critical and commercial response mm. in the United States. They don't know what they've got. Lukewarm's not a good way that you want your album described. No, not no. at all. Absolutely mm. not. Mm. But in the UK... Uh-huh. Oh. The album was lauded by critics and oh. reached number two on the record retailer charts. Number two again? They can't escape it, can they? <laughs> can't, can't get it. Flipping air. Can't get number one. Remaining in the top ten for six months. Wow. Which, if you think about it, you've got to buy albums it, to stay yeah. in the chart. Yeah, no streaming. You know, none of that. And so, and they're expensive in mm. 66. Mm. So it's like $10 or $20 a go for a record. Oh, it's probably nicer. But what, however much it is, it's pricey, you know what I mean? Mm. It's properly pricey. Um, promoters, uh, sorry, promoted there as the most progressive pop album ever. This is in the UK. Pet Sounds was recognised for its ambitious production, sophisticated music, and emotional lyrics. It is now considered to be amongst the greatest and most influential albums in music history. To be the second most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the album was produced, arranged, and almost entirely composed by Brian Wilson mm. with guest lyricist Tony Asher. Know anything about Tony Asher? Can't say I do. Is he the brother of Jane Asher? He's not. I uh, thought he was, you I know. I thought that. Uh, but he basically was somebody who um, did TV commercials. Mm. And uh, Brian Wilson saw that he could write, like, intricate... Jingles. Yeah, just like, not even jingles, like, um, so in this scene, I want you to do this, and it's got to look like this, oh, and right, yeah. the colour of the wall, or what, that's a ridiculous thing. Mm. But, you know, it's like really intricate writing. So he's like, do you want to do some lyrics with me? And so for three weeks, they wrote the whole album. Wow. Just madness. So there we go. Um, it was recorded largely between January and April of 66, a year after Wilson had quit touring with his bandmates and debuted a more progressive sound with the Beach Boys today. Wilson reviewed, uh, sorry, Wilson viewed Pet Sounds as effectively a solo album. Nice one. (laughs) (laughs) Just crack it up. And credited part of his inspiration to marijuana, a newfound and a newfound spiritual enlightenment. Galvanized by the work of his idol, Phil Spector, that's sad, and rival group, The Beatles. Come on. His goal was to create the greatest rock album ever made, one without filter. Sorry, that's wrong as well. Filler. <laughs> one without filler. <laughs> An early concept album, it consists mainly of introspective and semi-autobiographical songs, like You Still Believe in Me, about a lover's unwavering loyalty 
Uh, I know there's an answer, a critique of LSD users, and I just wasn't made for these times about social alienation. Incorporating elements of pop, jazz, exotica, classical, and avant-garde, Wilson's wall of sound-based orchestrations mixed controversial rock setups with elaborate layered vocal harmonies. Um, found sounds and instruments really, if ever, associated with rock, such as bicycle bells, French horns, flutes, the theremin, uh, and string sections, as well as soda cans. It marked the most complex instrumental and vocal parts of any Beach Boys albums, which is saying something because their vocals their are harmonies pretty are complex. Yeah. Um, which saw them using studio musicians for the first time, which replaced the band on most of the instrumental tracks. So it's very rare you see you even hear any guitars, mm. any especially acoustic guitar. Although if you do, it's not like a chord. It's like weird plucked mm. stuff or pianos. The pianos are all uh, something else, really. Um, Pet sounds revolutionized music production and the role of professional record producers, especially through Wilson's pioneering studio as an instrument idea. Um, the record com contributed to the cultural legitimization of popular music. So before this, like, yeah, the Beatles, but really 10 years before this, it's music is just like, it's not like film. It's not like going to the cinema. Mm. It's not even an art form music really or pop music like you might go and see opera and that's like art and that's sophisticated you know um art but pop music isn't seen as that um and a greater public appreciation for albums was created by this album so there's loads to say about it um, and there's loads to say about brian wilson for the last year so the, the beach boys all go out on tour and they travel all around the world. And he's like, nah, I'm not doing it anymore. See you later. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I want to do it differently. And so he starts to do it differently, but by himself. And with this guy that does um, weird uh, commercials, basically. Mm. He writes the lyrics with him. And he spends like three months at a time just doing vocals. Or like doing vocals and then writing another bit of a song. And mad stuff like that. So yeah, mad album. Mm. Absolutely mad album. Who wants to talk about it first? Do you want to go, Grace? <coughs> I can go. You I go. don't know. Maybe we're going to have different opinions on this one. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe you know. We this. better not. <laughs> um, so, obviously, we've got the strong Beatles-esque. Which came first, Chicken or the Egg? I feel like that's the Beatles and the Beach Boys. I think this came first. Mm. This. What do you think, Adam? Well, it, was, it wasn't it um, Rubber Soul and then this and then Revolver? I think it's... Or is it Revolver? I think it's Revolver, then this, then Sgt. Pepper's. Right. Mm. But, um, but like, but Revolver doesn't sound anything like this. No. Mm. Revolver's like rock band. Yeah. And then mm. this is like mad out there. This is more like White Album. Not even White Album. What is it? It is Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah. But, or Magical Mysteries Hall. Yeah. But it, but it is first. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so when you listen to When I'm 64... Mm. You gotta hear God Only Knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, when I'm 64 was written in like early 60s. True, but the instrumentation of it. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the sounds, just mm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, 
So did Phil Spector produce this? No, Brian no. Wilson did. Oh, right. He was just their idol, which is yeah. gross. By the time he's, like, doing PR, like, not Motown, but, like, well, I guess early Motown Mm. type, like, the Mm. Ronettes and that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, But, yeah, so you can hear then, listening to some Beatles stuff, the influence of this ad on them. Mm -hmm. They love to make it melancholy, don't they? They love to be, like... With the Beach Boys. Yeah. Like, let's have a peppy song, but let's just throw in a little minor chord here. Oh, and there. Do you know what I mean? It's weird. And that's what I don't like about a lot of the Beatles stuff, is that they do that as well, and it's annoying. Um, but obviously you've got like, wouldn't it be nice? And God only knows that have like absolutely stood the test of time. Obviously, aged impeccably. Everyone still loves them. I think they'll go on to still be, you know, well known songs for decades to come. You know, everyone knows them. Um, it's a nice short album, which I appreciate. It's a good length in the in the grand scheme of album lengths. I like Sloop John B. Mm-hmm. Caroline No. Yeah. Although I'm not. I'm not going to delve deep into lyrics, you know, not go too deep. But I enjoy the song. You know, it's fun. You know, Sloop John B is one of my favourite songs. So good, isn't it? It's, it's so good. It's mad, but I enjoy it. I enjoy and it. People say that's the beginning of Yacht Rock, you know, because it's the first, uh, um, like, themed song on a uh, boat. You know what I mean? I just love that. Wow. So, so much influence there. Come on. Um, one question. You yeah. still believe in me? Yeah. Why does it end and then carry on and then end? <laughs> It's just trying to catch you off guard, isn't it? Good <laughs> it's called art, isn't it? I don't know you whether don't that like was it. intentional. In my head, that was a mistake. <laughs> they just didn't realise, who knows. Um, but yeah, like, got to be honest. I don't know why it's number two. Because it's not like... Do you I mean because it should be number one? <laughs> it's not like... Because, yeah, God only knows and wouldn't it be nice. Yeah, great. Great songs. But not great, like... Like the best. Well, no, not like the best, but like great but, songs. But do but do two great songs make a whole album? Make yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like the rest of them. It does like, compare to some of the shy we've listened to. Well, yeah, for sure. But like that's because we've listened to that stuff. Do you know what I mean? But that's on the, it's all this relative, list. Isn't it? So this, but if it's relative, so on then this, this list, is... you know, it deserves to be a high place. You know, I'm still crying about Lauren Hill. I'm still bitter. Don't know why she's not number two or one. Anyway, but that had no hits on it. Mm. It, it had some absolute bangers and an absolute banging human being. It was a great album, but she's not a banging human being, um, you know. She's just a woman. One. Just to, oh. you know, sorry. Oh, this is why, woman. Grace. Yeah, this that's is why, why she's not top of the list because she's just a woman, isn't she? No. That's what's going on here. Black Get the men at the top. Yeah. Look at that. Right, Forget, about her. Her. Uh. Forget about her. Forget about her. Anyway. I see bias here. Anyway, just these white boys, right? Um. Some of the sounds... America's my voice. <laughs> Some of the sounds I can get on board, I can be like, oh, this is fun, experimental, you know, we're doing something new, mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm like, that was flipping annoying. Get the car horn out my ears. Like, that doesn't have Are a place. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little bit like, you've gone too far, Ray. <laughs> you too know, much. You know, because, like, we're Christians, right? Mm. And we unfortunately we have to listen to a lot of worship music. <laughs> yeah. Are you not sick of like that same piano pad sound? Like, cause this to me is like wow. Like, you know, I, mean, I would much rather. I love the way they split up this. Just happened again. Just started again. 
See that? It, did you see that car horn? I like it. Though. What was that beat for? I'm into it. I wish we had more just car random, horns. Just random. Is it random though? I I like to think that everything on this album no, is very carefully considered. He was off his head. No, off it's not true. Like, beep, beep. No, it's not true. That's He's not off his happened. head. But I feel like you know when you're um like when you're cooking like we were talking about lasagna before mm. and you taste the sauce and you're like mm. there's something Needs missing. Needs a car horn. There's, so, well, yeah, there's something missing and you go what is it? It's Get very, the clarinet. It's very thick. Stare it's very. It. It's very. It's very fatty. What do we need? Need some lemon in it to mm. cut through. You know what mm. I mean? And then you put it in and it balances the flavor. I hear that, but sometimes people get carried away. Sometimes have you ever done like you've been painting or something or drawing mm. and you keep adding it's finished okay. and you just keep being okay. like oh let me just and then before you know it you step back you're like oh I've kind of. Gone but a bit that's far not this here. though. It is for me. This is the this is a wonderful orchestration <laughs> of like rather than just playing a chord on a piano, mm. you split the chord and you know the piano can have that noise, the clarinet can have that noise. Mm. You know. And don't get me wrong, there's some great parts of this album. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I am getting you wrong. But there's also some bits where I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. We've heard right we've heard we've heard well, those chords. Yeah, we've heard we, like we can stop. So I just don't feel it's number two worthy. Because it's number one worthy. <laughs> I keep saying it. <laughs> but some great tracks, and I would obviously listen to it again. You obviously have no choice. It's in all sorts of films and yeah. TV shows. And I've, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But no, I enjoy it for sure. It's just, sure. I think, they're a band whose reputation, I feel, precedes them. And a lot of middle-aged men will absolutely... <sighs> go to town about how incredible they are but they're not that incredible that's just wrong you know so you're saying the beach boys as a whole are not that incredible that's the wildest thing not as incredible as the reputation they've gained but they but they literally are you need to get in your car right it's a bit you need to put a greatest hits on and you put a greatest hits on or live at nebworth right so this is how you feel about amy winehouse right Oh, she was so bad. I it's would, different, though. I it's not the same. I would prefer to listen to Amy Winehouse. But she's got nothing to back herself up except for being an absolute druggie. You know what I mean? And writing an album's worth of material. The Beach Boys great. went and are still going for 50 damn years, right? And for 20 of those years... Being still going is not necessarily And for 20 thing. of those years, <laughs> yeah, they absolutely smashed out some of the greatest songs of all time. Some of the greatest songs. No... Yes, yeah, some of because there's a lot of songs, but but, but greatest but by albums. but by some I mean like literally albums worth of material. But albums worth if you collated everything. But I will say this: <laughs> this whole album can go on a greatest hits. You know, I, I've got to be honest. <laughs> Come on, I know I absolutely love the Beach Boys. I think they are. I'm glad. I'm glad we're finishing this, guys. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Honestly, the sound of them is heaven on earth. <laughs> This album is incredible. I think it deserves its place in history. There is some filler on it. Mm. There's no filler on there's this album. Don't even. Maybe no filler. maybe it's just because I like I like the mainstream stuff. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. It it could be a me thing, but I just think some of the songs maybe aren't as good mm. as some of the. But you concentrating on the fit the filler in quotation marks. What about the good stuff, Adam? The good stuff what is the best it? stuff around. But wait, the good about stuff. Full album. I, I would no, don't start this no, I, rubbish. Yeah, I think I've been saying important. this for months. But I've I think been, that's important. Yeah, but I've been saying that for months, and you've been like, no, no, that's why Lauren Hill is amazing. <laughs> so, I've, yeah, but it's too far agenda. I'm like, <laughs> I've been saying absolute ages, but two songs like, wouldn't it be nice? And God only knows. 
Do you think it's I'm not just for there's no filler on this album? I'm saying that's the cream on the top of an amazing album. I, it's in, it is incredible. Do I? There's no buts. No, there is there is buts. Do I think it doesn't? For me, for me, it doesn't have. Like if you were to, it, it just doesn't have like ten out of ten songs all the way through. It has two. For what? Ten, it has name me an album that does. Well, I mean, like Abbey Road kind of does, and Rumors yeah. kind of does, and Rumors, you know, nearly does. Yeah, but we does. did, but we did Abbey Road, and Grace said the same stuff. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I can't, I can't even. Of course, I think Abbey Road and Pet Sounds should be top of this list. I agree with the you. Actual Pet Sounds, the actual track. <laughs> You're not telling me. Sounds. You're not telling me. You're like incredible. I am, you know. That's wild. Because it's innovative. Mm. It's fresh. I, I think. I think that's it's what. New. That is what is important. So what I've wrote at the end of my notes, which seem to have now gone out the window. But what I wrote at the end of my notes. <laughs> Sorry, not, we can go back. To no, no, it's okay. not every song is a winner. Yeah, it, it's not that. a perfect album in my opinion. But what it represented for the Beach Boys for music for mm. music production and um, that shift away from your poppy surf mm. which is like a staple of california and american music yeah like they they just pick that up and throw it away or brian wilson does to say some seriously complex and beautiful music i agree with you on every single song whether you like the song or not you have to admit every single song it sounds beautiful i don't agree with your there's too much like like a car horn. Put that car horn in his car horn. I love that. Add more. Get a horse in the background. Because I, I like so that. picky. It's so picky to say I don't like the sound of a car horn. I don't horn. think it's... <laughs> it's too picky, much. If it was like a sprinkling, I'd be like, oh, that's But I funny. think it is a sprinkling. It is a sprinkling. But I get to the end and I'm like, shut that. It's not like... It's literally one... It's not even a like bar of music. Because like... It's like what I was a beat in a song. It's like, that's it. Because this was like the first time I really sat and listened to this album. I Is wasn't, it? yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting like let's go away for a while. Mm. Just this wonderful orchestral mm. piece, because um, it's so. Because what I'm used to listening to the Beach Boys is like a best of, and it's all songs about um, be true to your school, let's go racing cars. Hey, yeah, it's like I'm surf girls surf. and superficial love, and they didn't basically. even do surfing. So like, <laughs> Dennis Wilson's the only one that could surf between all of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's an aesthetic, Adam. It is an aesthetic. It's, it's a like when I'm into skate. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's an aesthetic. And, <laughs> and I just think like, yeah, they they just go from that to creating. First of all, two of the most beautiful love songs ever. Wouldn't it be wow. nice? And God only knows. Mm. My opinion, those are two perfect songs. Yeah, that that's not negotiable. Because it's so different from, like, Good Vibrations. You know what I mean? It's so different. But even that is also... That came out the year after this. An absolute and joke. the influence, of course. You can't ignore the fact that they've had mm. significant influence. Which Absolutely. is great. Absolutely. It's wonderful. So no, nah, but just... don't say it like it isn't, though. Because it, <laughs> you, you wouldn't even know music if it wasn't for the Beach Boys. Mm. You wouldn't... Whoever you love, Grace, has yeah, been influenced yeah. by this. Because they, they probably use... Sat, use studio techniques that Brian Wilson created, mm. and if it wasn't Brian Wilson creating it, it was George Martin for the Beatles. Mm. So, mm. you know, I I absolutely think we give. It's one of those if you have like the that film yesterday. If you if the Beach Boys didn't exist anymore, what would the world be like? I think music would probably sound sonically less lovely, probably 
It'd be a nightmare. <laughs> it, it, it's not a it's world sad, I want to live in. World. You know what I mean? So I, I, all I'm saying is, I agree with Grace. It's not a perfect album, and I think it's a little bit of filler. But mm. I do think I agree with you, Matt. Peace for you. I do think that it's just it is incredible, and the Beach Boys, and br- more importantly, Brian Wilson, mm. are just incredible. The Beach Boys as a collective for their harmonies are just incredible. But mm. Brian Wilson for the brains behind it, you know. And I'm pretty sure this album pr- sent him into like a depressive coma for 20 years <laughs> along with that quack doctor he was listening to. Well, so. he peaked and he couldn't. Yeah. He had this image of going higher and he I couldn't think. do it yeah. with smile. So the album after this, like it never. So like Good Vibrations came out after this and that's like as <laughs> that's good as this, so good. That if is, not better. Uh, oh, but... Sorry. He couldn't do an album of it, and it was like, mm. but it's that's it. Yeah, that's what Ed Sheeran pretended happened to him. <laughs> yeah, he had plus, and then he thought, great. And he was like, I did this on purpose. I made a crap album. Yeah, is that the one we're about to talk, talk about? No, uh, he said that he said that about Divide when Divide came out. Oh, I got theories about this because you know <laughs> it's going off on a tangent, but that's what Coldplay <laughs> do, you know, because they have a creative director, and they deliberately release less poppy albums because they know you can't just keep going on this trajectory of like great albums so they peak and then go do you know what we're going down mm. which i think is what they said she and album we're going to talk about is a little bit like mm. spoilers but before we get there mm. i gotta say right go i know it doesn't <laughs> i know it doesn't feel like um i'm super diplomatic when i'm here right <laughs> but i think you're both bang out of order right <laughs> i think you're so out of order said anything you're, you're bang out of order <laughs> And um, I went to this um, church meeting the other week, right? Absolute politics and just like business and shit, actually. Just and this guy's telling somebody, he says, "I just want you to know that I am highly offended by your presence here." What's like just like, oh, so horrible, just so horrible. To I'm you? like, no, not not oh. to me, but just like lacking any sort of Christ. <laughs> you know, just like shut up and sit down. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I am highly offended. <laughs> By the two of you and what you think about this album, but I um, think it's good. No, nah, but don't it, think it's no, nah, but it's not good. It's the best, right? I just it literally is one of the greatest albums ever. Wow. Yeah, no, I don't think either of us is disagreeing with that. But we you're just... forgetting things like there was no color TV. You know what I mean? That there was tape, and that like mm. literally, literally, it wasn't like us with our phones and like oh, just bang out a voice notes. It's literal genius. And when you're like, oh, he just picks a mad chord. I'm like, yeah, because he's chasing just like the most amazing, mad, not four chord music. Mm. Go and listen to The Who then if you want that shite. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But we don't because we're listening to something more sophisticated mm. and better. You know what I mean? Mm. I know I won't win you over. But I just think <laughs> I just think it's the most amazing album. I do think it's produced better than the Beatles. Phil Spector. Yeah, stuff. but fair. It's better than Phil Spector. I think I think it does. What was that? What was that this time? Revolver and, and mm. yeah, I think it sounds. It sonically sounds better than anything else. I think that was all. I there. think it sounds better than. Sergeant Pepper. It's than Sergeant yeah. Pepper. I think it does say. sound better. On the last album, was this number two in Sergeant Pepper's? It was number one. It was on number the last one. list, yeah, yeah. That's mad. And I think that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think Abbey Road and someone. <laughs> <laughs> there's a really um there's a really cool clip of George Martin was like going around 
the States, just visiting different oh, like, yeah. places. And he visited Brian Wilson. And they sat in the studio. I can't remember what song it was. It was either a Beach Boy song or a Beatles song. I think it might have been a Beatles song. And George Martin's got all like the stems and tapes and stuff. And he's like, oh, Brian, if you want to have a go, just mix it. And Brian's like, well, what I'd have done is this, this, and this. And George Martin's like, oh, my goodness, that sounds incredible. <laughs> and he just... So I do think the genius of Brian Wilson is on a different wave. Like, you know how, how I say Jimi Hendrix was an alien? Mm. And that's why he died early. Because <laughs> there are some people that are just, like, not of this age. Yeah. I think Brian Wilson might be in that realm. Wow. He's the, He's one of the greatest gifts to wow. humanity wow. we've ever been given. I can agree I, with that. Honestly... I really mean it. I can absolutely agree with that. Because the Beach Boys are full of joy. I think listening to this. Well, I listen to this and, and it doesn't... Not this album. Well, actually, <laughs> it's such a complex emotional <laughs> album. But I, this does like... full of joy. Yeah. <laughs> Live at Nebworth is full of joy. <laughs> this is better than Live at, Live at Nebworth, you know. I don't know, you know. There's some wonderful moments in Nebworth. Anyway. Grace, do you know what Paul McCartney's favourite song of all time is? Pet Sounds. Imagine, imagine he said that. <laughs> close. I mean, it is on this album, but yeah. it's um, God only knows. Is it such a good song of all time? Wow, of all time. I think that might be one of my favorite songs of all time. Oh, something happened with Paul McCartney recently. Found his bass. He's found his. He's found his bass. <laughs> found his bass. Where did he put it? Did we should just start the episode like that. It got physically stolen. It was stolen at around the time of Get Back. Um, so like 69 or 68 or whatever mm-hmm. and then yeah some kid found it in his loft why haven't I got anything like that in my loft <laughs> so his family stole it no they he inherited it so I don't know they might have bought it from someone or who knows mad though isn't it yeah as well can you mm. imagine finding having something back after no. 60 odd years mm. you'd, be, you'd be in tears maybe we can have a think of it I'll tip, but um, in the next episode we'll live with What's the greatest thing you've ever lost and then found again? Oh. <laughs> Myself. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> My respect for the both of you after this album. That's what. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. But Sloop John B is one of my favourite songs of all time. I can listen to this album over and over again without any breaks and just go and go and go. And even like whatever emotional state I'm in, I can find it on this album, right? Um, I'm actually not the biggest fan of God Only Knows. I think it's a bit twee. But I know, but you know, I just don't like love songs, really. Oh, I'd prefer that, like that where we're different. songs about longing and loss. <laughs> you don't like a love song unless the Beatles do it. Uh, yeah, true. Unless it's something, basically. <laughs> yeah, but um, like even on the way, well, don't talk, put your head on my shoulder. I think that's yeah. a wonderful sentiment. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? It is. It's just a wonderful... I, I read the... What was I reading? I was reading something and Tony Asher was like, it's a song all about communicating with our words with like your, your partner. It's like, so we had to try and write a song mm. about not communicating but commu- verbally, but communicating non-verbally with someone, mm. which I think is a bit of a tool. If I asked you, write a song about communicating with someone without talking to you. When did you have to do that? No, that's what he, they have to do. Oh. That's, I have not. Oh my God! Do. What have you, what have you been doing? <laughs> this is one of my work. I write songs, though. But you would be told now that, like, actually, just like trying to fix everyone's problems rather than just being with them mm. is like. So it's just a very emotionally mature, mm. wonderful album. And just on the way in, I was listening to. I just wasn't me for these times, and I was like, 
Man, I just like I'm not saying I'm like Brian Wilson. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like that. I feel just absolutely <laughs> devoted. I just, you know what I mean. Mm. I just relate to it. So I just think it's the, I think it's the most wonderful album. Wow. And if I had my way and I wrote my top. 100. It'd be number one. It might be number one. Wow. It, it really might that, be. That's fair. It would be a fight between, I think, between um, Abbey Road and this. Wow. I think it really would be. But this has got much more emotional depth than mm. Abbey Road has. Yeah. Abbey Road is just like, let's crack on and get an album out of bang. Mm. And it does sound amazing. And it's the, probably the best, my favorite rock album of all time. But you are right. It doesn't have that emotional it's literally just Paul just spamming you know what mm. I mean <laughs> but um, yeah. I feel like the second half of it whereas I think the second half of this album gets better I think it gets better and better and better after wouldn't it be nice it's a bit slow and then from Sloop John being we're like Fine. we're hitting new heights till we get mm. to Pet Sounds you know what I mean and then we're even <laughs> higher <laughs> so yeah so there we go um, how sad thing. What a sad. That's sad at all. I don't think said line. anything that's that sad. You know, um, we both said it's a great album. What's that? Um, come down with me, guy. He's like, <laughs> what a sad little life. What a sad <laughs> little life. You have all the decorum of like, a reversing. Well done, Adam and Grace. <laughs> Hope you're pleased with yourself. Your sad little life. I think I've said anything that controversial. No, he's just, he's just upset that we don't think it's the most incredible thing. Yeah. Super sorry. Well, I am upset that you said it's got filler on it. Yeah, mm. I do think it's got a bit of fun. No, you said that, Adam. I didn't. You didn't say that, Grace. You just didn't like it, full stop. I just said, I said, well, it's that effect. Just but, but also, <laughs> it's fine to say that because even their filler is still better than anything I could do. And I'm okay with that. Mm. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying mm. it turned me off a little bit. I was like, mm. <sighs> this Can doesn't I just say, right, when Matt is offended by our opinions mm. we really work to appease him really do but we don't if, have to appease if, me i just you don't understand with me, you just disagree with me oh well, like let's not let's get the sad <laughs> little violin out. Yeah. what happens when people disagree with me fuck all what you. am i supposed to do <laughs> but i but yeah <laughs> well you don't need to it's appease all me. come to a head episode. <laughs> <laughs> second to last episode finishing after next week <laughs> 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 and they never spoke to each other again. Mm. Do you want to hear my final grandiose statement about this album? Absolutely. This is it. This is. This is so. This is so over the top. You know how that woman in the Bible says to Jesus about <laughs> <laughs> about touching the hem of his garments. Wow. Yeah. I wish wow. I could touch the hem of Brian Wilson. Wow. Right. You know, like not in like not physically. <laughs> I I'm happy to leave him alone and not. He needs to be you want his alone. musical powers to flow through. But you. honestly, like if I ever even wrote anything, yeah, like one wow. percent as good as Brian Wilson, I'll give you that. I'd be. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're still shite. <laughs> no, I, no, I know you're not saying that. When we go to our cars yeah. later, Matt, you get your phone out. Mm. I'll beat the horn. <laughs> that can be your first sample. <laughs> but you know it'd be rubbish. It would. Uh, whereas. This is a less rubbish mm. than that would be. So anyway, I just think this is the most brilliant album. Mm. And Brian Wilson is a genius. We should try and see Brian Wilson before he, he dies. We should. We should try and. I don't, but we'd have to go to America. That's the only problem. He was doing a Pet Sounds tour. But that was pre-COVID, I think. He basically like surrounds himself with amazing musicians. And they like do all the hard work. Mm. And then he like. He's just there. 
Just he just tries to get through, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I could do a tour of that after uh, yeah. drinking game. I've seen Bob Dylan, you know, and he, he was a bit like that, you know, just like surrounded by great musicians. Trying to get through. And he can like literally hardly stand up. So. Mm. But um, shall we take a break? Yeah. And then we're going to talk about Ed Sheeran. Woo. Grace, if you say this Ed Sheeran <laughs> album is the best thing you've ever heard. Spoilers. <laughs> right. Look at a bit. All right. Welcome back. We've had a, uh, a moment of healing in the room. We're, mm, we've all calmed again. down. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about... <laughs> We're going to talk about Autumn Variations, which is the seventh studio album by English singer-songwriter Ed Sheeran. It was released in September 2023 uh, through his record label, Gingerbread Man Records. All tracks on the album were solely produced by Aaron Denser, uh, uh, Desna, sorry. He's the guy, right? He's the guy at the moment that does is loads he, of stuff, I uh, think so. Is he the new Jack Antoff? I think he does stuff with... Flavor of the Month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except the track Spring, which was produced by uh, by Desna with his twin brother, Bryce. There you go. Mm. The album also serves as Ed Sheeran's second project of 2023. I didn't know that. Following May release of his previous album, Minus. Mm. And it's the first studio album for which he owns the copyright. Go ahead, Ed. And this is like the first outside of that big project of Go like... Ahead, Go ahead, Ed. Uh, they have big project of like plus, minus, multiply, divide, mm. all that stuff. Well, I'll, I'll now I went into something uh, different. Um, what did we think about the album? I'm not really an Ed Sheeran fan, but I really liked the sound of this album. But yeah. I feel like <laughs> you guys are going to say the opposite. You're the maddest human being, Matt. Honestly. <laughs> I was I, not expecting you to say it. You know what? I don't like um, this poppy Galway girl. Right, right, right nonsense pop thing mm. it makes me want to punch him in the head <laughs> right to be honest and i've got no reason to punch him because like he literally is the most talented human being mm. around in him yeah he's pretty good yeah. he is pretty good and his voice is good and his guitar is good and he sells this i'm just a normal guy thing which is better than selling um whatever else everyone else sells and mm. uh, but still i just want to like kick him in the head a bit mm. but i love the sound of this album because yeah. it doesn't sound super poppy it sounds a bit um, woozy yeah. and a bit different. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Go on, I feel like I've stopped. So I used to absolutely love Ed Sheeran. Love the pop life. When he was, he did his little skit with example. The chick, the Nando skank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chicken, yeah. Chicken, um, That was the first time I wanted to punch him in the ass. <laughs> so the Plus album, I absolutely bummed oh, off as a kid. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, Divide, stunning. But as we've gone through the years, equals, minus, I haven't really been listening, Ed, I'm so sorry. You know, no skin off his nose, you know, he's still rich, but it's all good. Um, But this for me is just like, I feel like he's getting into just, he's doing the same stuff all the time. I don't think Mm. he's got anything new to offer. I know, like. I thought this was the difference, but I I hear the same thing. I think his pop stuff was the difference. But was it though? Because you didn't start off super poppy. Mm. And when he brought out his pop stuff, that's when I started to be like, oh, well, that's not that great. And that's when I stopped listening. And now he's gone back to like, oh, let me be just me and all stripped back again. Did you not think that like when he was doing A-Team and stuff, that was super poppy? Or you thought that was fresh because it was like just an acoustic guitar? So cool, you know. Was it cool? Because he sold the whole like just a guy in a loop pedal. That's what annoys me. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) 
but now he's gone. And I just feel like the album's fine. Like he is, he's a great guitar player. He writes great songs. He writes mm. loads for other people. Like mm. he's great. But I don't know. It's just like it's a whole album of just fine songs. Like yeah, they're fine. I'll listen to them. But I'm not like this is the most incredible thing. It's no. by far not the best album he's done. And it's just like. It's all just background music. I'm not like, none of them stick in my head. None of them are like dead catching. There's no like earworms. Do you know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh, that. There's no Castle on the Hill. Yeah. There's no A-Team. Yeah. There's no, you need me, man. I don't need you. If we That's weren't doing like. this podcast, I'd have had no idea that he had a new album. Absolutely no idea. But I think this plays to that Coldplay thing of like, you can't just keep going or you Which is what he down. says he does, yeah. You gotta come like, maybe, maybe he does, or maybe he also just hasn't been able to think of a good song for a while. I don't know. But he's in a different phase of his life now, isn't he? Settled, kids. He's, you know, maybe his passion right now is not to just have absolute bangers. Maybe he just wants to make music that he wants to make and just release it. Watch you go for your life, Ed. It's wonderful. He's a great guy. But for me, it just didn't move mountains. It was all very mm. middle of the road. All very samey. It's fine. It's Ed Sheeran. It's good stuff, but nothing to write home mm. about. It's actually the first line of my uh, of my notes. Nice. It's Ed Sheeran, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, fine. That's I, the thing, you know. It's Ed Sheeran. Yeah, it's a good job. But. but I I do think we maybe take thinking about it now. I think maybe we maybe take him for granted a little bit because I just say he is very talented. The he's man amazing. can just write a song in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, and and he's been very prolific, and he's not taken a lot of time off. To be fair, because mm. um, like since twenty ten. You know, it's been twenty. It's been fourteen years mm. of like massive albums, massive tours, and I saw him live, and he was really good. He was very good, and you wouldn't think just a man and an acoustic guitar could work a whole stadium, but he really does. Mm. So you know, I'll, I'll give that to him. So he's earned the right to just make yeah. music mm. he wants to make, and like you were saying, you know, you can't just keep going up. There's got to be a plateau or a dip. So if you're going to dip, you might as well dip making the songs that you want to make. So, you know, it's fun. And there are bits of this that album that I, I did like, you know, I like Plastic Bag. I thought the melody of the mm. pre-chorus, chorus was really good. Um, Page is all right, you know. Mm. It's good. I like the fact that he's going back to his acoustic stuff. I, I personally, see, if I was a famous musician with a really good, like, voice, really good guitar playing, I'd be just putting covers out all the time. I'd be like, what Pete songs do people want me to cover? Mm. I'll cover anything. Mm. That's what I want him to do. But that's just my taste. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's... It still is a bit poppy, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's still a bit... Poppy. It's fairly poppy. Yeah. But it's... I don't I don't like that Castle on a Hill thing. I think it's... I yeah, get yeah. super cynical about that, that stuff. For me, like, that album was where he was like, oh, he kind of, like, lost it. Starting to lose kind of it. Like, but I look at it and go, fair play. We smashed it, but I'm still like, don't want it. It's he's the winner, aesthetic. do you know what I mean? He's got. Oh, like, he's the winner yeah, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I don't. I think I'm always curious about what Ed Sheeran's doing. <laughs> I do you think he needs to take maybe like five That's years? Is he your Roman emperor? Emperor. emperor. No, no, but I'm just like, oh, he's doing. Is he doing more songs? What's he doing? Because he, he is that prolific. Mm. But yeah, maybe take take five years off Ed. Don't release anything for five, maybe even ten years. Come back when you're 50. And let's see mm. what you can do then. What have you Because then we'll yeah. appreciate them a lot more. Mm. We'll be like, oh, Ed Sheeran's back. Yeah. I just thought of a great next podcast idea. Go on. 
it's a it's a podcast speculating. You should take a break. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast speculating. What's Ed Sheeran doing right now? <laughs> what do we think he's doing right now? <laughs> it's half ten on a Saturday morning. Well, put Juicy in though. Is it half ten <laughs> on a Saturday point. morning? Good point. You know. This is a good podcast, you know. <laughs> we just speculate. I can't imagine and then, the episodes are long. Everything we've recorded so far, scrap it. <laughs> I'll delete the last hundred. We'll go again. I love that. Yeah. It, call it call it Ed Vanilla. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think but what your point was good. You know, Thanks. your serious point was good. You know, I think you're like, he is just amazing. Isn't he? And we do take him for granted. Mm. And he does play the system and do it well and like mm. write hit songs and Clever give songs man. out and all this stuff mm. amazing yeah. and he's like the dream we all want to be right it's like oh I'm just a Absolutely. guitarist and like I write yeah. songs and bang all of a sudden yeah. mm. I'm doing Wembley yeah, 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 it's Absolutely. amazing it's so sick but yeah fantastic um, which <laughs> obviously pet sounds oh, stop no you co- don't appease no me <laughs> No, no, there's no question. But I'm used to, no, for sure. Is it? Yeah. Which would you rather have? Pets are. Because, Mm. I mean, I know we were saying, like, what's that doing? What's he going to be doing in 50? We're not going to be saying, like, ah, Autumn Variations. Yeah. That was his bit. His big album was plus. That, that, well, like. Yeah. Is that the first one? Yeah. Yeah. Or Multiply, which is, I said that way, which is like a second one. They're the big albums. Whereas, you know, Mm. We we may not be talking about them in mm. fifty years time. Mm. We will still be talking about pet sounds in fifty years time. We will when it's its hundredth anniversary. When we do the fiftieth mm. anniversary of Vanilla tour. Yep. So yeah. yeah, no pet sounds all the way. Fair enough. So I think like people who were around in like fifties, sixties, seventies, all of the times when these albums we've been looking at first came out, like. What is going to be the equivalent when we're like old and there's a new? But I think this is it, and Ed Sheeran and stuff is it, the equivalent. It'll be like plus yeah. and stuff. Plus, when plus has this to be all over that. <laughs> well, what that when, whole will, list. when will plus be fifty? So that came out in like twenty ten. So twenty sixty. That's wild. So when it's twenty sixty and he's doing like a reunion tour, that's crazy. Yeah, I'll be. Was it? Well, I'll be sixty nine. I don't know. I don't know. How old I'm if you're sixty nine, I'll be. 65 odd or whatever. Crazy. Happy retirement, yeah. No, we're still slaving away. Sorry, at the moment. <laughs> yeah. All the worlds will have up and it'll be fine. AI is taking over the world. Yeah. Yeah. But Matt, which would you rather have? I'd rather have Pet Sounds. Wow. Although... Even though you love this one? I, I mean, I didn't love it, but... I, mm, it's, you enjoyed it. I would listen to this over all Ed Sheeran, yeah. Just wow. a bit different. Yeah. I quite liked it. But I'm not a fan, you know what I mean? I would, if someone offered me an Ed Sheeran ticket, I'd be like, nah, I'm worrying now. I'd go, yeah. you know, I no, think it'd be sick. you should go. He is. It is good. I think good. it'd be dead good. He gets, you kind of forget, like, from, like, his first couple of albums, like, how many kind of good songs he's got. And it's good energy. It's a good time. Mm. Yeah. It's not that sick. I think he'd be bad. I just... Mm. He's got mad because he's got the money now as well. He's got mad stage setup, so he does it in like a set in the round. Yeah, yeah. And he moves yeah. around, right? It's got like a travelator around it because oh. um, and it just goes round. He steps on and off it. It's got like three oh. different um, pedal boards. Because oh. the one man band thing is even better. You know, it's mm. literally just him. Mm. Yeah. Like, imagine how much money he's raking in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Lou Pedal stopped working when we went. Is it? Yeah. Stop it, it, what it, it stopped. Well, he's got like three, so he was like trying to do it. And he was like, "Well, this isn't fucking working, is it?" He's like, let me just move around to the next one. Moved around. Of course. 
someone's getting screamed at behind the scenes. That's seat. it. That's <laughs> it. And he's like saying one of the techies' name, and we're like, oh, oh stop. But we were we were sat quite high up. It was at the Etihad um, in Manchester, and we were sat quite up. So like. Part of me was just also watching the crowds and just watching like, oh, they fainted. They're getting picked out of the crowds. Uh, They're doing something weird over there. What are they doing? So, it's about to be what? Convicts. Concerts are mad. Like, Convicts are mad as well. Convicts. I don't like going to concerts really. I find them too stressful. Mm, like, people are just yeah. fainting and just mad. It I is just... weird. That's why I would never do standard. Mm, I, yeah. I did standard at the, the Art of Monkeys and I hated yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. That story. Freaks me out a bit. Mm. I hate that. Just like get get me sat down. Yeah, yeah. I stand up. But then he sat down. And we had a drunk woman next to us who kept singing uh, to me. I'm like, oh, you, please fucking leave me alone. <laughs> Just you know what always happens when I go somewhere, someone that, like tags onto me. Yeah. Like, Adam's like such a safe person that like literally randos just like <laughs> think he's so sick. <laughs> It's only, it's mad. Have you ever seen it happen, Grace? No. It's, ma- it's it's madness. Cool. It's because you won't, like, say it's anything. You'll let it happen. That. I was like, oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. I'm like, looking at me like... You have seen it happen, actually, because um, that woman outside oh, Adam's house... Oh, the chicken, the chicken yeah, that she was eating. When, I, when Becky was there and she started eating Adam's KFC in the middle of COVID. <laughs> madness. And it happened at Bull Street Coffee. We were there once and it, there was a woman. We were on the bombed out steps and this guy came, comes oh, over yeah. and just starts talking to oh, Adam. Oh, yeah? Are you there for that yeah. soon? I, I can't remember who was there. You do this a lot. You need to start saying no. Set some boundaries. I can't help. It's like, all right. Yeah. I don't want them to stab me, essentially. <laughs> In my mind, everyone's got a knife. <laughs> good lyric. Another good lyric. In my mind, everyone's got a knife. Have you ever heard a world be a speed about whatever? <laughs> it's coming together. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what it sounded like. <laughs> we're going to get through this quickly, and I promise I'm not going to say anything to whatever mm. you rate it. But what would you like to rate Pet Sounds? I'm just going to close my eyes and just write it down as you say. But Adam? I, mean, um, I, I give it a 4.9. Come on. There's a bit too much filler for, for me to be put it. Yeah, 4.9. I give it a steady 4. How did you moan so much if it's a 4 and a 4.9? You like interpreted what we said as moaning. Just said, just, you interpreted. just slightly disagreed with your point of view. <laughs> you said filler, right? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> we just dared to disagree <laughs> with you. And now. Filling is lovely. Look at it. A chocolate cake without filling is crap. A pillow without filling is flat. <laughs> There's some lyrics there. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Have you ever seen or heard a wildebeest? Be <laughs> <laughs> Because a pillow is flat without the pillow. Um, I'm giving it a five. It's going in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Fair. Yeah. Absolutely fair. Just seeing so you know. <laughs> Sorry for jumping on you both. Uh, brilliant. So next week mm. is the... The final one. Yeah. It's number one on the list. Guys, I'll actually cry. And it's, and it's not the Beach Boys because they're number two. Um, <laughs> we're going to listen to... What's going on? What's going on? By Marvin Gang. Nice. This is very exciting. And we're going to compare it to Drop Seven by Little Sims. So what a real juxtaposition. Yep. This is the second Little Sims album we've done, though. I know. So, you know, really. You know. She's really just chucking them out, isn't she? Kind of, yeah. Right. Just chucking them out. Right. Brilliant. Well, we'll see you again next week. Guys, any final words? <sighs> You don't have to say. Just be kind. Be a pillow without filling. <laughs> Fantastic. Um.
Fantastic. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Hope you have a great week. Mm. Uh, yeah, stay safe. Yeah. Bye.